Hi, I'm Megan Hillica, a grieving mother turned grief coach. I now support, guide, and offer tools to navigate the unthinkable of child loss to other moms who also know this pain. I help you go from empty, lost, and broken to learning to carry your grief and live alongside it. If there's one thing I want you to see, it's hope. Hope that there's life after loss. Hope that there's so much more for you and encouragement that you're normal. All of this is possible along with never forgetting or moving on from your baby or child. I'm holding on to hope for you until you are ready to hold it yourself. Welcome to Grieving Moms Podcast. Hey everyone, welcome back to another episode on Grieving Moms Podcast. This is episode 118, Have You Become Comfortable? And before we dive in, I just want to say this is my first episode in the bus. We officially moved in and we'll see. There might be some background noises. We'll see how this goes recording in a bus and how I can get away from my kids to have some quiet or not. I don't know. So just bear with me as I am navigating another kind of crazy thing in our lives as we do this. Um, and I still want to show up and support you as well. And just want to say that Relief and Grief starts in less than a week um, on October 27th on Wednesday. It's Wednesday, Thursday, Friday. And it's every day at 11 a.m. Central Standard Time. This is just an amazing way to connect with other moms, to learn more about grief for when you're really tired and ready to like, I'm just tired of trying to survive and I want tools and ways to learn how to live again especially with the holidays coming up. I know it can be very hard and very intense and it, it might feel like all you ha- all you can do is put your head down and you just have to like force your way through it. Like this, the holidays are coming. I just got to get through this. I just want it to be January already. I want it to get to the other side because it's just going to be awful. In Relief and Grief, you can learn so many tools to help you in that and so that it doesn't have to be this long, grueling marathon that you just need to get through. Um, Yeah, I really believe that. I have lived this myself many years already now, which is really crazy. And the holidays don't have to be so awful. I know you might be like, whatever, like, of course they are. And I know and I really believe that you can learn to have grief and joy throughout the holiday season even when your child is not here. So come join us. You can go to Relief and Grief Support Group and we'll see you next Wednesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday. And I also want to say, if you're not able to make it live, there is a private Facebook group just for this group, this Relief and Grief. And there will be the replays inside of there as well. So you can watch them later. You don't have to make it live. And this is also like you get to show up as much as you want. Um, I know that it can be really scary, especially if you feel really vulnerable in your grief to show up and be a part of something. And I I just want you to know that you can show up as much as you want. Obviously, I would love for you to show up because the more that you show up and be vulnerable, the more others can show up and be vulnerable. And really, it can be an amazing experience. Um, but there's also the freedom for you to you know, join and really be as anonymous as possible as much as you want. So again, relief and grief support group.com. Go 
join, especially if you've gone through a few of these. This is my sixth time, I think, and you haven't done it yet. And you're, you keep like, oh, I wonder what that is. Like now is your time, friend. Seriously, don't wait any longer. Really, if especially if you feel a little bit like, should I, shouldn't I? Should I make the time? Should I make the effort? Like, I want to encourage you to do it because it can totally change your grief. And I know if you haven't worked with me or don't understand what I do, you're like, whatever, nothing can change. So I just want to encourage you one more time, reliefandgriefsupportgroup.com. And let's dive into today's topic on have you become comfortable with grief? So (laughs) what comes up for you when I ask that question? And maybe you're like, "Um, excuse me, my grief is so painful every day. It's not one bit comfortable. Maybe you're wondering if I'm crazy, but I want you to hear me out. And I want to quick say too as well, I have a cold. So if my voice sounds funny, that is why I was trying to wait, push this off to the last minute to see if my voice would start to sound a little better, but it hasn't. So just a quick side note. But anyways, I want you to question if you have become comfortable, ask yourself, like, have I become comfortable? Let me explain. So when grief first comes into your world, it's so foreign. The emotions are painful and intense. The grief wave of emotion almost feels like it's too big to bear, especially when you're not used to processing emotion. I've been learning more and more about building a container and your capacity to sit with and feel emotions. And More often than not, when grief comes, it can overwhelm your capacity and your ability to feel your emotions. When it first comes, it's safe to bet that it's probably the most emotion or pain that you've ever felt in your life. But as time goes on, this cloud of sadness that might hover over your life, um, nothing seems to make it go away. It's just always there. You may start to think that this is just the way it is that this is just the way I have to live. I have to live with this heavy cloud over my life. There's no room for joy. Kind of my life is over. My life my life as I knew it is over, which it is, um, but there's not, there is a way to make a different life and a different way of living that you can have a lot of joy as well. But as this cloud of sadness becomes your new normal and you get get comfortable and you're like, this cloud will be there the rest of your life, And you know what? If you want and you like it and you want it to stay there, that's completely a choice you can make. And that's, I always want to be clear with that, but I don't think that's the reason why you listen to this podcast. The reason I do this podcast is to help you learn how to have skills and tools to help you process grief and pain so that you can have joy again. And so that you can know that you're not alone and that there are ways to do it. But again, this is your choice. And I want to offer to you that it's possible for things to change. And that just because you become comfortable with say the emotions of guilt or sadness or anger, it doesn't mean you have to stay there. So this has come up with so many moms that I've worked with that they have become so comfortable with their guilt. I'm just saying that as one emotion, there's so many different emotions in a way that it becomes a part of their identity they might express that they want to get rid of it. They might say using words that like, I don't like feeling this guilt. I don't want to feel this way. They don't want to live with it. 
but yet it's such an ingrained part of their identity that they don't know how to be without it. So a lot of times they the words you say on the outside don't match what's going on on the inside. And as soon as you try to get rid of the guilt, but inside you don't know who you would be without the guilt, or you don't know how to live without it, or you you don't even believe you deserve to live without guilt. Or maybe you're like, if I have no guilt, then that means I'm moving on. There's so many different layers underneath that. Then you're just going to keep staying where you're at, even if it's super painful but it's the only way you know. So there's no shame in this. It's just, this is what you know, and this is what you know how to survive and what you've done to survive. Um, so it's just becoming aware and noticing what what are you doing? How are you showing up? And how are you processing guilt or holding on to it or saying you want to let go of it or get rid of it? But it kind of feels impossible because it's become so comfortable in your body, in your brain, um, just like our thoughts, our emotions can become a habit. So like this is so ingrained in you, it's just over and over and it becomes who you are. We might have a pattern thought like this wasn't supposed to happen or poor me or I hate my life. Or we might even have an emotion that becomes a pattern. There's a term for your brain that the neurons that fire together, wire together. So it's the way that the more you do something, the stronger that connection gets, the easier that path is. As you keep firing that emotion or that pattern, it becomes more and more normal to feel that way or to react that way until you cannot see that it could be any different. So what about you? Have you become comfortable with the heavy sadness in your life? And I, and I also want to say, like, it's not a bad thing to be comfortable with it when you're like, I'm comfortable with it because I know this is grief. It's with me forever and it's not a bad thing. But the it's so nuanced and so different and the experience you have is so unique to you. But the difference of having become comfortable with your sadness in a way that is like, well, I'll just give up. This is just the way I have to live the rest of my life. And there's nothing that can help or change this. So just pay attention. It's easy to go on for years and years and years like that. Years pass by with your life passing you by. I just read something recently that was really interesting to me from someone who had had a very difficult thing happen to them in their life that they shared something very profound that changed a moment in their life. They were kind of giving up and not really, they said they were in a really dark place. They weren't really trying anymore. And their mom came to them and talked to them and told them, well, you can either get on living or you can get on dying. And I just thought this was so profound. It's such a perspective. Yes, when your child dies, you might be trying to live, but at each moment, you're just also just trying to survive. But there's a point when you're so tired of just trying to survive every day. And there's a point where each of us gets to decide, are we going to start getting on living or getting on dying? And that's a choice you get to make for yourself. And of course, I'm always here to encourage you to find the tools to support you to to get on living, to learn how to live again. And even though the worst has happened, even though such a painful, excruciating thing, your world has exploded, but just that it's possible. And I can't tell you, like I can't come in, like I say all the time, I can't say what you're doing or, you know, if you're getting on living or getting on dying, it's really something you have to feel within yourself. 
Are you making an effort to find things to fill your grief toolbox or finding ways to help yourself? Are you just digging the hole deeper of your identity with grief? Um, And in, in order to get out of the quote unquote comfort of the heaviness of grief, you might have to decide to step out into the uncomfortable again. So as you get comfortable with this pain and the way it is and the the um, cycle maybe of grief and it becomes comfortable to beat yourself up and, you know, say it was all my fault. You might have to decide to stop mumming your grief. You might have to decide to choose a lighter emotion to make an effort to do something you might find enjoyable. Like even in the moment, if you don't feel like it, like moving your body or something like that, that you know is a positive thing for yourself and your body, but you might not feel like it in that moment. So healing in whatever shape or form is a ton of work and is far from easy, but it's so beautiful and leads to way more fluidity with your emotions. Like you can flow back and forth from lighter to heavier emotions. Like life is 50-50 and there's no, like you don't have to stay in the heaviness all the time. And it's really possible. Like the heavy ones don't don't have to be there 24-7. It's possible to add in the 50% lighter emotions as well. If you're tired of living in survival mode and you're just ready to make a change with your grief and the way you walk with it, again, I want to remind you, relief is grief. It, relief in grief is coming up on October 27th through the 29th. And we're going to dive into caring for yourself in grief, how to navigate the difficult thoughts and emotions of grief, and how to get through grief. This is for grieving moms who are ready to do the work and realize that their grief is not going away. So friend, if that's you, come join us. It's three days, one hour a day, unless you join VIP, where we will dive deeper into things like tapping and meditations for grief. But if you cannot make make it live at those times. Like I said before, there's going to be a recording so you can watch it later. Okay. So I want to see you in there and I'm holding you in my heart every day. Take care. If you have found support, encouragement, and changes on your grief journey from this podcast, I want to invite you to come check out Stop Talking, Start Feeling. It's my mini workshop that takes what I talk about on this podcast and really brings it to a tangible, practical level. It dives into emotions and thoughts and how you can begin to process and move through them. There are also sections on releasing and processing sadness and guilt, which so often come up after your child dies. Join me over at www.stoptalkingstartfeeling.com. That's stoptalkingstartfeeling.com.